Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, we're going to do a very raw reaction to the, the latest Nintendo Switch console called the OLED model. Not the Nintendo Switch Pro, not the Nintendo Switch 4K edition, not the edition that you might want to throw 349.99 bones at. Just the one that they've, <laughs> they've added 0.8 inches of a screen size to, made it an OLED, and give it a different flappy, little flappy stand thing on the back. What do you think? What do you think of that? Um, well, it, it's freaking raw, like you say, Scott Telford. <laughs> I haven't really had a chance to uh, fully process this. But honestly, right, yes, it's not the Switch Pro. It's absolutely not the Switch no. Pro. It's not some kind of, you know, mid-generation refresh that's going to give um, the Breath of the Wild to more processing power, more mm-hmm. graphical power, more rendering power, anything like that. But if we're taking it isolated from the rumours, if we're taking it just <laughs> as, a, as a piece of hardware that's going to come out and complement what's already on the market, I think... I think it's pretty good. I think it's okay. Yes. It's certainly not like something that everyone's going to suddenly trade their switch in, sw- switches in to get. It's not that at all. And I can see why people <laughs> are certainly disappointed. I can see why you are so broken by this announcement. I just don't get. But I don't in see isolation. The point. I think it's okay. Well, okay. yes. The thing is, like, I've so a lot of people, and I totally agree with this. You look at it and you go, "Well, I don't really need that." And in a way, yeah. I, I like that because it respects the consumer. It says, hey, look, the Switch that you already have is more than capable. Everything's going to be playing on this system. It's not like they're making stuff for a new you know, system, a set of system specs where you need to upgrade to the new system to get a level of graphical quality or anything. Um, because if you, do the, if you look online, you know, there's already the specs. Well, it's weird because the specs that leaked for Bloomberg pointed to a 4K, pointed to 4K specs that it was going to be yeah. getting some processor uh, upgrades. So I've dug out that initial quote, um, which is from the initial Bloomberg report that got the whole ball rolling on the 4K Switch thing, um, which was um, written up in the Bloomberg report saying that Nintendo decided to go with rigid OLED panels for the new model um, because it's cheaper, but it's a less flexible alternative to the type commonly used for high-end smartphones. Also, the latest model will also come with 4K ultra-high definition graphics when paired with TVs. Now, this wasn't from Jason Schreier, who wrote it up, and it was actually from Yoshio Tamura, um, who's the display consultancy uh, co-founder of DSCC. They're the display company that were on board helping Nintendo design the new system. So maybe somewhere along the line, Nintendo decided that they didn't actually want, you know, 4K capability, and the new system doesn't really seem to have any particular uh, processing upgrade. There's nothing about the internals in the trailer. There's nothing about battery life or anything like that. Um, But because of that, it kind of also has the knock-on effect of, like I said, making it feel like you don't need to upgrade, which is a weird feeling to to have um, when you watch the trailer itself because you kind of just go, well, that's a slightly bigger screen. 
And that's kind of it, because, uh, I mean, uh, we kind of went through the reverse of this with the PS Vita, where that system started right. on OLED and then went to LCD. And Sony said back in 2013 that, you know, the um, they'd found a way to make sure that LCD images were just as high quality as OLED, but they'd switched to LCD because it affected battery life so much. They could get so much more battery life out of it if they didn't have an OLED, uh, OLED screen, which is the opposite here. Um, now, yeah. Nintendo have said on their website that they can match the battery life of the existing Switch using an OLED screen, which is fine. Fine, but the battery life of the handheld switch isn't great anyway so it's kind of like i i don't even buy that to be honest i think an oled screen will sap battery life but what do you think of all that stuff i a lot to take in there first off, <laughs> i want to go back to the the bloomberg report because yes. you know it's important to note that like you said everything else that they reported on you know like screen size all the other additions like they came true that was all correct that was all spot on. Even, apart from that yeah yeah even the release date was spot on apart from the fact that it's um not you know, capable of doing 4K. So I, I am, like you, incredibly fascinated to understand if something happened. Maybe the original plan was 4K. Maybe it got too costly or something like that. Mm. Maybe they had to do more with the actual machine itself, you know, internally to make it output that resolution. I want to know what happened along the way. But when it comes to, like, the actual screen itself, you know, funnily enough, I booted up the Switch for the first time in a long time last night to play um, Sky, I think We held called. hands. We flew through the sky. We certainly did. We Beautiful couldn't time. quite hug, but we, you know, you know, did high fives, <laughs> held hands, and stuff. We certainly did. Um, and I was looking at the screen, and I was like, this is a pretty good screen, but this is a gorgeous game. Mm. And I personally would love a higher quality screen, an OLED screen, a bit of a bigger screen. And I just feel like this is just giving people more choice. You know, like I said at the beginning, yeah. it's certainly not this entire new refresh that everyone's going to be absolutely clamoring for. But if you don't have a Switch, if I didn't have a Switch, mm. this would be the one I was looking at because of, you know, the, the increase in the screen's performance, because of the additional speakers that they've added, because of the... Uh, doubled um, storage like there are interesting things to talk about and there are a lot of perks to it um, but like you say you know when it, when it comes to someone like you who was you know when, when we've talked we, we've covered the Nintendo Switch Pro so many times this year I feel like we've had an interest in this thing coming true we've we've had an interest in wanting it to be this kind of like you know next step this half step mm-hmm. for Nintendo in their generations and it's definitely not that so I can see why you know like there are certainly people you know like yourself who are looking for a reason to um you know upgrade looking for a reason to get the next switch and what that might mean and mm-hmm. ultimately this is essentially you know on the level of the nintendo switch Lite, where it's just like a variation of what you've already got with a few added bells and whistles in this case and ultimately just kind of like a higher price point more options for people going into the holiday season mm-hmm. when you know people are going to be buying switches for christmas people are going to be looking to play the games that are coming out at the end of this year you know mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, I think, like, because for me, my Switch, I've had one since 2017. It doesn't sound very good anymore. The fans in it are starting to get a bit more rickety. And it kind of feels like we're about about that time in a sort of mid-generation refresh when something comes out that's worth your time again. And it's interesting because, like I said, I was starting to go into the point before. It's like, well, they've released something that, you know, if you're a hardcore Switch fan, then, okay, maybe you'll upgrade for the OLED screen. Maybe you played handheld a lot. But if you're playing a lot in docked, you really don't need this. Like, it's not, I mean, so far, they haven't detailed the, um, the processor side of it. Which, like, 
I kind of respect that in a way, because it's like, well, okay, we're, we're respecting you as the consumer. You're totally fine with the original Switch and you don't need to bother upgrading. But at the same time, if you've had one since 2017, then you've had that for four years. And that system is likely not going to be in the same state that it was back then. There was already tons of videos back at launch about, you know, there was Joy-Con drift. There's been issues with the Switches. Um, things over the years where people have sort of sat back and gone like, well, you know, I'll get the rumored new Switch when it comes around. And yeah. it's £350, which is uh, more than the Xbox Series S. Like, it's it's a, it's a premium priced thing, but all you're really getting is a slightly bigger screen, and that's kind of yeah. it. I just I can't reconcile the fact that they had <laughs> the, they had an open goal of because they even talked about the there was all this other stuff about um, deep learning super sampling, the D, DLSS um, software style solution to upscaling games to 4K. And my conspiratorial hat, my Hassan Karaman hat, makes me think that the pre-orders aren't open on this thing yet because there's another trailer to come. I wonder if they've still got something else to announce. Um, Maybe, but, like we said earlier on the Nintendo Switch own website, it does say um, that they're, you know, 1080p output from the dock. It doesn't say anything about 4K and they don't even include it in this initial reveal. So who yeah. even knows Josh Brown? Well, that's the thing, you know, I mean, it's 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 interesting the role that rumors play into mm. stuff like this because obviously we're, we're very involved in that stuff, you know. We look at something that Jason Schreier has written and, you know, he's an extremely reliable journalist. An extremely reliable journalist, important to know that he got most of the stuff right. Yeah. And it's very rare that he miss, misses. So when, like, you know, he writes something like this, it's easy to put a lot of stock into it. Mm-hmm. It's easy for people like us to report on it, you know, make a few videos about it and kind of have this baseline that ultimately isn't real or ultimately doesn't exist and then I wonder how that factors into the disappointment I wonder whether or not you know if Nintendo fans you know like we are got invested in this idea that it was going to be this you know kind of like bigger deal going to have a 4k screen going to have more implications going forward I wonder how it would be received you know in a vacuum I wonder because it has just been dropped out of nowhere it's not like they've built up to it it's not like they've said you know we're going to announce brand new hardware um, in a week's time totally yeah yeah they've just like dropped this out of nowhere and I think that's indicative of how um, not how disposable this is, but how um, supplementary it is and how it's going to well, complement the already existing ecosystem rather than replace it in the way mm-hmm. that I think the Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro was intended to. That never right. happened. They never became as big as I think Sony or Microsoft wanted those machines to be. But I feel like with that, the intention was like, right, but- you know, this is going to be a half step. But at least they had processor upgrades. They had like, you know, a reason to get the system as opposed to just some weird aesthetic thing, um, which I think is what throws me off. Also, I think the whole like receiving it in a vacuum thing, the way the trailer's edited, like they focus so much on the docked system for the last like 30 seconds of the reveal, showing all these like, you know, full screen TVs. Here's a 4K system, here's a 4K TV. And you feel like it's going to capitalize on saying, and also it can do this. But then it's just, no, there's an Ethernet port now. And here's a little bit of Splatoon 3 footage, which looks a lot like Splatoon 2 footage. And it's just like, well, that's all fine, but you, you could have completely hammered this home if you ticked the final box, um, which is just, I think it's a, it's a weird rollout. Like I said, there's a total, there's a total part of me that is more than happy with just sticking with my Switch and just looking at it and going, I like the fact that you put something out that isn't another 3DS XL, where they put right. out the 3DS again, but it could suddenly, it, they were like, oh, only the 3DS XL can play SNES games on the uh, emulated SNES games from the virtual console, and the original 3DS couldn't do that. And everyone at the time went, that's the biggest load of BS that you've said yeah. in quite some time. I'm glad they haven't done that. 
Um, but at the same time, I think if you're going to ask 350 pounds of people, you need more than a 0.8 uh, screen size increase and a, a better yeah. hinge on the back. I I agree, and that's why <laughs> I'm entirely um, in in the of the belief that this isn't for people who are already on switches. Maybe mm. the hardest of the hardcore who have been you know, who whose switches are completely I mean, I'm still knackered. Get it. I've still got the illness. You are. I'm not cured. It's yeah. God, can't help it. It's very much targeted towards players like me who do, um, you know, play the majority of their Switch time handheld. Like, I'm looking at this. It's not going to sway me at this current price point because there's nothing, um, you know, wrong with my current Switch. But, you know, if I was looking to upgrade, a handheld, a better handheld, um, you know, experience is what I'm personally personally looking for. But, yes, certainly Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting. It's been interesting watching the response and the quote-unquote fallout to this already. And, you know, I have one final thing to say. In that, mm. that I think the black and white looks absolutely sick. Like, if I was to get this version, I'd get the black and white version. Tune, tune, black, white army. I think it does look, like, <laughs> it does look spot on. Um, you can tell absolutely why they didn't show this off at E3. Like, can you imagine yes. the stink that would have come from dropping this? Either at the beginning or the end of your conference. I, I, it makes sense to wait and just put it out on a random afternoon, a rainy afternoon in our case. Um, and just let like let the internet do its thing because this is not this is, no this isn't necessarily the Switch Pro. Every other part of the uh, leaked specs are spot on, apart from the 4K thing, which arguably is the thing that would make it the Pro designation anyway. So it's a meaningful difference in the way that games can be processed or displayed. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below. Maybe you're totally psyched for the Switch OLED. Maybe you can't wait to get your hands on one, or maybe you're sharing in the online fractured divide response that seems to be ongoing right now. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I mean, Josh from OrCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.